Today, all over the world, there are thousands of Sino-Soviet intelligence agents with money to burn, looking for unsuspecting targets for exploitation among members of our forces. Uh, once the war was over and it became, you know, the cold, like the Cold War, right? And so you have West versus the, you know, the U.S. and their allies and the anti-communist bloc versus the Soviet Union. Franco was able to leverage his status as someone who's like, yeah, I put, I put down a communist revolution in Spain. So obviously I'm your guy. You know, never mind the fact that I was like so close with Hitler and Mussolini that they were basically like in my ass for like the last, you know, uh, a decade, but that doesn't matter because, you know, I'm your guy now. Um, yeah. And so, um, like those, like Pinochet, like all those other South American dictators coming to see him is no, like, you know, they're cut from the same cloth. Like they're, um, you know, uh, have the same, you know, like they come from like the same, uh, really like the same bloodline. I would say that if I'm that Franco did, right. They were probably, if you ask them, they would probably be like, yeah, restore the monarchy, protect the church. That's what they're trying to do over in South America. So, like, yeah, they're just one and the same there. The, it's, like, just, uh, it's kind of yeah. – sorry. It's kind of – it's just freaky to keep remembering how how intertwined we are with fascism and how our history has been a, a, a fascist history abroad and at home and – um, that can lead us into the actual topic of today's podcast is, you know, we people are waking up that we do live in a fascist state. And there's been a slew of um, killings that have happened of uh, black men, unarmed black men who have died and uh, uh, a, a black woman, Breonna Taylor. And so uh, I think today the main focus is going to be on. Um, the killings and, and more so the response and how people are waking up to corruption and how the police systemically, there's not a, just a few bad apples, it's an entire system. So um, I, I think a good way to kind of go about doing this is just pick one at a time and then we can kind of wrap up at, with a general, what do we do now? Like what's the path forward? Mm-hmm. So let's start Let's start in Minneapolis because um, that, that one seems to be I don't want to use the term most interesting, but it's, I think the one that has the biggest news media, the biggest media push right now. And it's on everybody's minds, the killing of George Floyd by, um, I'm forgetting his name. Uh, uh, Derek, uh, Chauvin. Chauvin. So, which is like like his name (laughs) being the root of fucking like chauvinist, like, come on, like this shit writes itself. So I think, uh, the, the most recent updates I've seen, as far as Chauvin, he's been arrested and he's being charged with third degree murder uh, and manslaughter to add and to manslaughter. That. Yeah. Uh, and I know people are pretty upset that it's just third degree. Well, yeah, the um, I saw like a statement from whatever coroner that said, oh, well, yes, uh, Chauvin's actions contributed to George Floyd's death. But we've determined that. Floyd had underlying health conditions that also contributed to his death. It's like, it's just Eric Gardner over again. It's just like, no, it wasn't the choke, like the 10 minute chokehold that killed Eric Gardner. It was that he was like a, a, a fat guy. 
So obviously it's not the cop's fault that he just hung off his back and, and strangled him for 10 minutes. No, it's not the cop's fault that he had Floyd on the ground in handcuffs and just knelt on his neck for seven minutes, ignoring his pleas. You know, no, it's the fact that, uh, and it's like every fucking American has an underlying health condition. Every American over 40 has like heart disease in waiting. So like, and also too, it's like legally there is no precedent for um someone it doesn't like it does not matter if someone has like bird bones if you whack them in the head with a baseball bat and kill them like that does not factor into oh, those still, brittle bones those brittle bones yeah, killed them it does not factor into like, like like you're still charged with murder right it's not oh man yeah. uh, oh he had brittle bones so it's not your fault it's you whacked him in the head with a bat so you go to jail for murder exactly like, yeah, that shouldn't matter, but it, it, it does and it will. Like the jury probably will be like, well, yeah, like it could have taken any set prolonged strangulation to kill him. You, you, could know? Have, you could have put anybody standing on his neck and they would have killed him, not just yeah. a police officer. He was bound to die. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird also because like uh, when I saw that when they were charging him and they were saying like, uh, okay, well, we're – so at first the um, the attorney – said that there wasn't enough evidence to like uh, make an arrest like to charge the guy at first they said that yeah which is ridiculous because there was two different videos showing two different angles of him standing on this dude's neck for nine minutes and him screaming i can't breathe i can't breathe um and then you know suddenly the protesters burn the third police precinct and then there's like four days later they're like oh yeah there's enough evidence now so we're gonna charge him with um we're going to charge him with, um, you know, uh, third degree murder and manslaughter. Uh, and the, the thing is, like, you know, uh, he was talking. They were asking about like the other officers and if they were going to get charged just for standing around and watching a dude die. And um, he's like, I don't know. They'll probably something, whatever. Like, we'll we'll look into it. We're investigating it or whatever. Um, but the thing about it is, like, the that's not good enough. Like the like the people in Minneapolis have said, like that's not good enough. Like just charging this one guy. Like what about the other three? You know, like what about them? And, and also, like the charge itself isn't good enough. Yeah, the charge itself isn't good enough. It's like both of those charges are have a maximum of uh, for for not for, not for the two of them, but independently they have a maximum of twenty five. No, this this guy should be put away for life. And and I think I, I mentioned this a couple of pods ago. A he is going to get killed in prison, though. He he will oh, if he, absolutely. If, if he goes to prison, he's he will be killed. He's he's not going to prison. He's not going to prison, but if he did, I'm not go getting to prison, my hopes up. He would get but killed it, because don't get, he, he he moved he moved or he went to Florida. Do you guys hear about this? Yeah, he's he, in yeah, Florida, he, and he, everybody like, like found out where he lived. They found out where he lived immediately, and they were try, yeah. they were trying to kill him. The mobs were trying to go to his house and kill him. Like that's what they were doing, and the police were standing out there with a fucking army protecting this guy. So yeah. I said I said a couple pods ago the 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 cops that are involved in these killings or excessive even excessive use of force like things that get brought to national the national spotlight we always find out that oh this is like the tenth time they've yes. done something like this and the same thing with Derek Chauvin he's had a long history of violence which included like beating the he punched kicked and kneed a guy in the face. While he was defensively defenseless and handcuffed, um, while he was walking with his like pregnant girlfriend or whatever, he just beat the shit out of him where he had broken teeth and bruising and trauma. And 
the thing is that was like the sixth time by that time that was like the sixth time he had a complaint or excessive use of force he's killed like three other people in the line of duty and it's at what point do you stop the madness what cops cannot you can't just say okay you're wearing the badge like you can do whatever you want that's basically what it is right now there has to be some accountability and i mean obviously my stance is abolish the police force because they don't do anything good. But but even if you're on the side of oh we just need a well regulated police force, it's like it's like even that we would still have deaths um, because these people they get in and 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 the interesting thing about this particular case is there's a a high chance that Derek and George Floyd knew each other. Because they both work security at the same club, the El Nuevo Club. They both work security. And it's quite yeah. possible that, that Derek knew the guy, that this could be No, they did. Like they like they did know each other. Like they had both they both worked there for years and years. Like they had to have come into contact and known each other, at least well, to some extent. I so. mean, even even if they didn't know each other, like we know that it was a premeditated killing because I mean we've seen pictures of the guy. I mean, he's had multiple incidences where he's um, you know, like you said, Josh beat up a guy and he killed like um some native. He killed a, a Native American guy he shot him and there was like you know they tried to uh do something about that but nothing happened because they protect their own you know but um yeah i mean he was wearing like a a make america wide again hat and like i mean there's just like a bunch of evidence that this guy is definitely like if he's not white nationalist he's like white nationalist adjacent at the very least even if he didn't know the guy and the thing is like statistically there are many Probably thousands of Derek Chauvin's out there on the police force. Like, oh, you the just entire, have to imagine the, the entire police force. Like, I mean, if you want, like, and someone on Twitter pointed this out. If you want to see like a good uh, statistics of how little, well, one, the the riots themselves show that the police can't stop crime. Obviously, like, they yeah, like if, if they had to, your mind they to, had to give up. A, they had to give up a police precinct. Like, obviously, they, they can't fucking stop crime. Evacuated. They retreated. Yeah, they abandoned it like fucking MacArthur in the Philippines, just left it behind. Yeah, and uh, well, well, that shows it. But like, also, there was a person that pointed out, like, when there was um, when the union was uh, on strike in New York, uh, when the police union was on strike in New York, crime actually crime went, went down. down. Crime <laughs> yeah. went down. So I mean, come on, they're they're a useless entity, and the only people they serve are the rich, and they have it has nothing to do with protecting, you know. Your average it's, person's rights. It's a legal – like there's legal precedent. Like the Supreme Court has ruled basically saying that cops are not actually required to protect people. Like that's not their job. Like it's legal precedent that the cop a cop's job is to enforce the law, whatever that means. So if the law protects people, great. Then the cop will do that in his – in his main goal of enforcing the law. But if the law doesn't protect people, tough shit. Like his job is to enforce it. If there was a law tomorrow, right, uh, enacted that said that um, uh, if you if someone is found to not have like valid ID on them, like you're required to shoot them in the head. Cops would do that and then that they would be like, well, we're just following the law, right? Because that's their their job is to enact is to is to is to like enact laws. It's not to protect people. 
So if that's what was required of them, they would do it. Because again, they're not like protecting human life. It's following the law, whatever, whatever that happens to be. And it, it, it's shown that, it, like you said, Cole, it, no matter the offense, because George Floyd's uh, accusation was he wrote a bad check, which wasn't true. Um, that, that was the reason why the police were even involved in it. You, if you can get killed over a bad check, you can get killed over anything. You know, um, if, if you're a minority, if that was a white person, it would have been fine. He got killed. I mean, obviously, because like you saw the protesters, protesters who are protesting a black death, you know, get tear gas and rubber bullets. But like white protesters protesting about not getting their haircut with AR-15s walk up and there's nothing. They just like yell at a cop in their face and there's no gun pool. There's no nothing on the cops part. Right. The cops are in mass to stop you know, any type of like racial uh, awareness or racial ties, you know. Um, and we've always obviously seen it from our president because our president talks all the time about, right, like, oh, well, we need to like democracy, like Hong Kong people need to be able to protest and like, you know, people in Iraq and Afghanistan or whatever, like, you know, black and brown countries need to be able to protest. But the moment that Americans start protesting, right, then he's, silent and in fact he's not just silent he he goes he he breaks his silence only to say that these people should get killed right when the loot yeah. you know he said when the uh you know when the looting starts the shooting starts right um and then he you know he threatens to send in the national guard to kill these kill these people send in the military yeah. to kill these people um which is absolutely ridiculous right because like it's we, it's it, ridiculous yeah you're right it is ridiculous but not in an American through the American lens, because the American history has shown that we have a long uh, and almost like deeply ingrained in us this history of anytime black people riot, we murder them, we put them down like cattle, and we do everything to, in our power to stop them. Like, are you guys familiar? Uh, Watchmen actually touched on this the the 1921 Tulsa race massacre. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, that, I mean that, it's, it's the been California in our riots. Yeah, uh, the LA riots, Ferguson. Literally. Any look at any black revolt, um, even including the slave uprisings. We no, have yeah, right. a long and continued history. So Matt, you're right in to say it's absurd for the president of the United States to say these things, but. We have to remember nothing's changed. We, well, it's rampant. It's rampant hypocrisy, right? Yeah. That's the absurdity of it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead, Josh. No, you're exactly right. Um, so let's move on here, and I I want to talk about because there's all of these places we're going to talk about have protests going on, and we can kind of go into the protests after this. But just setting the stage for like where we are right now, um, Brianna Taylor is the other big name in the news. Uh, we talked about her a few pods ago. Absurd. We went, you know, we went into great detail about how absurd her yeah. death was. Uh, the protest going on here, I just saw an hour ago, or maybe actually, maybe people are just starting to report it, that they started protesting in, in Louisville, just like they're doing in yes. Minneapolis. They're protesting yeah. in, in Memphis as well. They took the but, hand of King Louis the Fourteenth, the statue in Louisville, which is fantastic. Oh, really? I can't think of a better metaphor than That's that, incredible. honestly. Why did um, have a statue of Louis the Fourteenth? That's so weird. Because it's named after him. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, I mean, why don't we have a statue of Robert E. Lee? I know, uh, right? Good question. 
when I was in when I was at the state capitol of Texas in Austin, they have fucking Confederate memorials there still to this mm-hmm. day, like uh, showing the heroicness of the Confederacy and how they fought for states' rights. It's, See, it's broke, absurd. broke take. Get rid of all the Confederate statues. Woke take. Get rid of all the Confederate statues and replace them with English with uh, European monarchs. <laughs> so instead of having yeah, like in every state, we Louis the Fourteenth, the Sixteenth. We need some Henry the fucking eighth up in here, you know, Richard the fifth. Let's go. So um, in the Louisville protests, seven people were shot uh, during uh, Thursday evening. So last yeah, night, last night, yeah, um, seven people were shot. And the big question is, was it people in the crowd? Was it the police? Um, but it's shown like the police have denied that any shots were yeah. fired. They're saying they were saying none of our officers fired the weapons. I don't believe that for a but, second. Yeah, exactly. You should not believe it for a minute because look at just go back to Minneapolis. The protest there, a cop started burning and looting the auto zone in, in the most places. obvious way. There, he he waltzed up to the Ace Hardware. He's dressed in a full black suit, a fucking gas mask on. He's got an umbrella. It's a totally sunny day. Like, what the fuck? And he just starts breaking shit. And as soon as someone's like, dude, what are you doing? He immediately starts, like, 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 fucking power walk away. And Honestly, like, though, like, it doesn't matter. Like, I, I said this. Uh, it's still pretty fucking awesome that it got set on fire. It doesn't matter. Like, I, I know, like, I know what we're saying. Like, it's, it's them trying to make, like, protesters look bad and look, look yeah. more dangerous than they actually are. But honestly, even if that was a protester who gives a fuck, that's awesome. Well, I think that's the thing is that. Burn that shit down. That cop was trying to be like, oh, I, I know what I'll do. I'll undermine it by setting it on fire. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's not, you're not really going to accomplish that. I mean, everyone like, was like, fuck yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah. And all you're and doing it, is just revealing yourself to be a buffoon. And when people just recognize but, you, okay, like can your, we, ex, your ex-wife couple, is like, that's couple things. One, the people, the, the cooked people who were like, we don't believe in looting, so we're going to hang out here with our AKs. Like these fucking like defenders of justice. Like, so these I people- know I know the video you're talking about. It's those two guys standing in front of like the tobacco store or, or something like that. There's, there's, yeah. them, there's like there was a picture of people like in front of a Target. Like, oh, the old lady in the wheelchair with the knife. Not an old lady. <laughs> <laughs> she, like that was so funny is that like. Uh, fucking Annie No fascist bo- bootlicker extraordinaire was like this poor elderly woman attacked. Look at these vicious savages, right? And it's like she's not old, she's not disabled, and she had a knife. Like she was like she's the. Oh, I I actually do. I want to say something and to 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 uh make me to make me sound like a shitload real quick. But I follow a, a disabled girl on Twitter, and she said that there are a lot of disabled people who can walk. She said that people use wheelchairs and who, who are disabled, but they can barely walk. So, like, she's saying that, like, just because she can I mean, walk. She ran away. She's I'm saying she, she got up on the chair <laughs> and booked it. No, like, she. The video, uh, yeah, from the, video. I saw the, the video, they, they sprayed her with. <laughs> that was awesome. They sprayed her with the fucking fire hydrant. <laughs> There's a point where her. she gets up out of the chair and runs. Oh, like, she's, she's booking it. I mean, I regard, like, and, and you may be true, Matt. It may be true that she act is actually, but at the same time, it's she's got a knife, and people were saying like, like, like she's, she's really got a knife, up. and this guy just like comes up with a fucking steel chair, but like with the fucking fire hose, yeah. <laughs> she like doses her ass, and like she was attacking, 
she was attacking people there to like, protect the protect the hundred dollar comforters like non-white people too people were like 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 yeah white people were going right by her and she was but those are, those are the people, people those are the right. fucking uh loyalists right those are the people who'd be loyalists during the american like the, those are the people oh, who yeah. glorify america and they're like damn the british like we're protecting america or whatever but those are the people that would be like oh excuse me king they're they're taking our tea please george george the fifth come save us please senpai you know like yeah. just quivering as they imagine the, the don't like, the, the don't tread on me crowd is definitely the people like those are the people that like really have been silent like their silence is like oh like you know, we believe that everyone should have guns so that we could protest exactly for this reason. Uh, and then they were just like, do that. oh, these thugs. Yeah. Well, because, like, ultimately their ideology, their um, their beliefs don't clash in any way, shape, or form with, like, the American government as it is. Like, their claims of we need guns to fight government tyranny, the thing is, is that they will never view what the government does against, like, the lower class or black people as tyranny like that to them is not tyranny that's that's law and order right like a cop murdering someone that's not tyranny obviously right that's just law and order but you know if they you know get told actually sovereign citizen stuff is bullshit you actually can't do this they'd be like no no this is tyranny but they're so cucked they won't do anything about it they may like they may like rage and whine and bitch about it, but they, they don't even have, they wouldn't even have the glory of like bringing their gun to like uh, an arm standoff with the police, right? Like to a protest and getting shot over it because the cops won't shoot them because the cops are like, yeah, we don't kill white people. They don't even get that. They just get to whine and bitch and scream at cops with their guns, like pacifiers. Because just they're, in, like, they don't, just they're not a threat. Not this a threat just in, 29 minutes ago, um, protesters in Atlanta clashed with police. Hell yeah. Okay, so yeah, I've, been, I've been waiting for this. I'm like, there has to be something that happened in Georgia because of Ahmad. And so, yeah. like, when is our time? When is, when is Atlanta's time to rise up? 3 p.m. apparently. <laughs> um, that protest, I believe, was – it was joining together – yeah, it's um, a, it's it's Black it's a Lives Matter. Thing. Yeah, with with George yeah. Floyd, Anna Mart, Aubrey, and Breonna Taylor. Like they're all they're all together. So they they intended to go to the police headquarters, uh, but changed plans due to the block streets. Um, let's see, they had taken over the pass at Centennial Olympic Park. Um, so they had Black Lives Matter protests. They said justice now, police the police, and Black Lives Matter. Uh, let's see what else. Let's see. Uh, encourage they encourage social distancing. Yeah. Um, so pepper spray was used to break up some of the protesters. Right. Apparently, at least two people were detained by officers and put into the back of police cars. Um, also, this guy who wrote this article on Fox Five misspelled outrage. He put a poo trage. <laughs> um, yeah. A let's poo trage. That's funny. Yeah. There's been escalating unrest in Minneapolis, St. Paul, and surrounding cities. It doesn't really say anything that like super bad about what happened in Atlanta. It just seems like they just got yeah. pepper sprayed and shit. Yeah. Um, we we should. Um, I wanted to. I didn't. I didn't know about. Like, I didn't see the this protest going on until basically today. Like, or like a whenever yeah, I got I, up at noon. Um, I sent you guys the. Uh, I sent you guys yeah. the link. Yeah. Um, 
but in the future, if there is something like this in the future, I want to go to it. Um, though, to, like, to, like for this one, I was definitely like didn't hear about it. Also, I, I was like basically in Tennessee. Like, I was with my girlfriend who lives in like lives like three over like probably three hours away from Atlanta. Um, but if there is something like this, I want to go to it. Though, and, but I want to bring it up because I was like, you know, I saw this. I was like, oh, that'd be cool to go to. Not, you know, I can't make it this time just geographically speaking, but I do want to go to it. But I was like, okay, you know, if I do this, I want to like, okay, what are like tips for like people protesting? And like all this shit I see is like terrifying. It's like, if you're going to go to this, like literally like basically shave your head, cover anything that could identify you, like wear baggy, nondescript clothing, like, you know, uh, like defend, like protect against like drones identifying you. It's like all this shit. It's like, you could go there and like get caught on camera, you know, like your face just caught on camera and then like get mur like murked. However, like if you're recognizable, it's like everything is meant to make you a blob that is unrecognizable because they will, they have, and they will go after you if they catch you, if they can see your face in a picture, you know, because it's like, puni like it's all punitive. It's all about punishing people who dare to like, you know, and, and like as a white dude, I'd, I'd, I'd be, I'd be less likely to face that, but still the idea of like having to go through all these precautions to do something that is allowed, like you can protest, you can demonstrate like that is like in the fucking constitution. Right. But we just, it's just, it's just eroded to the point where, yeah, you can go do this, but it doesn't mean we're not going to like kill you after or ruin your life or drag you through like a court proceeding and make you basically go in debt to pay to try not to get at, to go to prison. Did you guys see that video of that guy? It was fantastic. It was in, I think it was in uh, LA and he goes and like talks to a cop or whatever. And the cop like tries to grab him and the guy runs away and jumps over the fence and the cops like in full riot gear. So he can't catch him. So yeah. the cops trying to climb over the fence, the barricade and he can't do it. So he like comes back down. The guy runs back up and just fucking like kicks him from behind. <laughs> like <laughs> plates this cop's yeah. ass out and then just runs away. It was yeah. awesome, dude. It was so cool. Yeah, these the, the protests though. I, I have to say also, and I wanted to bring this up too. Like, I was getting so fired up, and I've been so pissed off because of like these. And and you know, uh, I I was on online way too much, honestly. But like yeah. on Twitter, like all these fucking all the people like that we like, you know, that that we talk about all like all the time on here, were have been like doing this weird thing where they're just like, oh, these protests are like a neoliberal thing, right? Like, these protests aren't part of the working class, right? Because I read theory, and I'm sitting in my ivory tower behind my keyboard, so I'm making a difference. And I didn't want to be, like... I didn't want to be rude to that guy that I was, like... I sent you guys the thing, but I, I yeah. literally... I couldn't think... I was, like, how can I prove to this guy that these protests aren't capitalist in nature? And I was, like, he's not going to change his mind. Like, he's just... His, his brain has been fried by Amy Therese, so I had Are to, you... like... Are you referring yeah. to the tweet that was "What is direct action ever solved?" No, that, that, was, that was a mean, different that, guy. That was hilarious. That was a different person. That's not really someone. I don't think any of us like follow. Or no, we we don't follow him. But he he's he gets he's followed by a lot of people that like we follow, and he, he his bio just says it all. And I'm like, okay, yeah. His bio says uh, like something like uh, Angela, Anna, Amy, and whatever, or like my waifus or whatever. You know, so it's one of those. <laughs> Who just who decries yeah. everything like 
like you know that you're a good communist when you just like immediately side with an oppressive racist state you know what i'm saying like it's just no, that, that that's exactly like, it Matt. like like I like, that's true. Amy Therese, like, sometimes she says shit that, like, makes sense, and then other times, like, she does shit like this, and it's like, you're not a communist. Like, <laughs> you're just a cosplayer, right? Like, why? I, I don't understand. Even if, like, no one is saying that these protests singularly on their own are going to, like, overthrow. No, like, they are um, in this, like, scenario we find ourselves in. This is the like really the only way to get any sort of attention thrown to uh, put onto any matter for more than a couple of days. Cause if not, people just forget about it. It's easy to, to just, you know, push it aside. But the image, like they burnt a police precinct. That's fucking metal and cool and good. Like that's a literal uprising. Well, even going even on. then, even like, let's just take the, the feelings out of it, right? Let's just take the feelings out of it. It is still taking on an oppressive state that is ruled by capitalists, right? So I argue that it is an anti-capitalist notion to burn police precincts because the, the, the police precincts, like those police speci- – specifically those police, like all police, but specifically yeah. the police pre- – they burn down with part of an oppressive – shit, they love theory, so I'll go ahead and give them some theory. It was an oppressive state apparatus, right, that – only was there to further the ideological machinations of a capitalist society, right? Because they 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 showed that if you if you if you are black, it's not okay to be black and poor in America, right? Like that's the thing. Like that's the statement yeah. that um, what's his name Chauvin? What's what's the guy's name that killed George Floyd? Oh, Derek oh, Chauvin. Oh, uh, yeah, Derek Chauvin. 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 Yeah. So Chauvin. Yeah, Derek Chauvin. So like. So he showed that he was a tool of this ideological state apparatus that was used to enforce the will of the bourgeoisie onto the proletariat and killed this black guy, right? And that's 100%. If you direct action against that, you can call it reactionary, you can call it whatever the fuck you want. Direct action against that is anti-capitalist in nature. Now, I'm not saying that just like this one protest is going to overthrow capitalism, right? I'm just saying that there is no – okay, one, the protesters don't have any implicit like theoretical notions in their head that this is going to like – they're not thinking, oh, this is anti-capitalist or this is anti-communist or whatever. They're thinking we're pissed off because black people keep dying. Police keep yes. – not dying. Sorry. Police keep killing black people Yeah, with zero regard for the law, right? So they said, fuck this. The system isn't working. So here's, here's a communist thing. The system isn't working. So we are going to attack the system, which is exactly what they're doing, right? They're attacking the system. They're going straight to the system's guard dogs, and they're beating the shit out of them, and they're burning down their fucking houses, right? And, and to say that this isn't – this is still capitalist notions, capitalist ideology to its core because – People went because poor people broke into a Target and stole a fucking Star Wars Lego set just to say, oh, it's rugged individual. Again, I said that, like, yes, capitalism is individualism, right? But it's not like individualism always equates capitalism. Like, individualism, you can have individual communists, like individualistic communists, and like collective capitalists, but like, it's an economic system of, of, of government, right? It's, it's, a, it's like an ideo- ideological way of ruling. And it doesn't – just because a protest 
has individuals doing these things that benefit them directly does not mean it's fucking capitalist because they're they're not exploiting anyone's wage labor. But but they're Matt, taking it back. Uh, uh, they're taking back their own wage labor. But Matt, if you have a group of people, what what makes up a group of people? Individuals. There's individuals in a group. That's what I'm saying. And, and these fucking these fucking nerds, right? Like, and I, I'm sorry to say this, but these motherfucking nerds who are like white and all live in fucking Brooklyn have just been like, oh, well, I, they sit there, text it, they sit there, and and honestly, one of our faves can't shouts out, but whatever. Anyway, they're sitting behind a keyboard, being like, oh, well, actually, right? Fucking, it's like okay, while they're reading, you know, Infinite Jest, or they're reading fucking like. You know, theory. They're reading a thousand page theory book. I want to. So here's my. I'm going to go on that. I, I remember last pod I talked about, I think, like who, if we're talking about who's going to be like the outward facing, like who's going to be the person that, if you look at, say, like the socialist movement, who's going to be the person on its face, who's going to be like the point of contact, right? Mm-hmm. And the people we're talking about, like, you know, dirtbag left can sum up can sum up some of them not all of them right there are some i think people who are like dirt bag who could be who are kind of good who could be like good political actors but as far as the the ones we're talking about the terminally online people are uh a i would not want them to be the ones like as the face of any movement because i don't think they're interested in actually like what they're interested in doing is being on their computer and then posting about how cool and good they are and how they have all the answers and how anyone who does anything in the actual real world is actually lame and bad and dumb, right? Because, see, I know, see, uh, me sitting in my apartment's chain smoking and, and posting about how, like, Nietzsche, like, posts about like, Nietzsche and, like, other, like, Hegel, all this shit, right? No, that's actually what's going to change people's minds. Fucking Adam post, next time, dude. Yeah. <laughs> we I know just post sarcastically about every single thing. We all never, know it's like, And because, like, the reality of it is, if something similar like this happened, also, Matt, like, the, that tech, that tweet, like you mentioned, the guy, this, this guy who's white is like, see, if, if, I, if these protests were happening, I would take the opportunity to go steal a laptop and whatever. And I'm like, you're saying that this guy being killed, would, that wouldn't be enough to, to send you out to like go protest, right? It's the opportunity to go steal something that would send you out. And you're saying that's what everyone's doing. And it's like you're literally assigning – you're projecting your own fucking opportuni- opportunistic attitude onto everyone there. And that's – and it's like, hey, it's a white guy doing this to a crowd of black people. Like like I don't want to get like shit lib on this and I it pull on this. But this is – like the optics of that are like – like are so like you know well, like, even if, even if we take obvious. even if we take the optics out of it right like let's just say that like this guy walking down the street doesn't have like as much of a chance of getting killed just for being who he is than like right like George Floyd or Marta Aubrey or any of these slight people right like yeah. that that's true I'm not saying that's not true because that 100 is true but even like, if we take the optics out of it this. I don't know, like, literally, I was so frustrated, and I was like, I need an avenue for this, and I felt like, I only write when I have to, and I fucking just sat on my computer and wrote out this, like, thousand-word, like, article, basically, and just, like, posted it on, like, my personal blog, and I'm not gonna share a link or anything, that's really stupid, but, you know, and, and like, I, I was trying to, to just, like, put to words, like, my feelings of this, and I, I basically just said that, like, what it is, is, 
the online, the terminally, terminally online left, I, the way I described them it, when I was writing about them was that there are two types of lefts on, online. There's the, the, um, the ID poll left, right? Uh, and then there's the, the, I call, or I called them the anti Strasserite left. And I called the other left, like the anti ID poll left, right? And they're, they're, yeah. so one, so the anti Strasserite left is the ID poll left. And then the, the, the anti ID poll are the Strasserite left, right? And I'm using right. like air quotes Quotation here. marks, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was trying to figure out like what this reminded me of. Cause I'm like, this is so hypocritical. Like that guy, I, 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 I quote tweeted and I said, what the fuck do you want? Like, what do you want? Do you what want would, there to be like realistically? What, what, yeah. What would look? Yeah. What to you would be your perfect little uprising? What do you, right, exactly. what do you want to look and like? This guy said like direct action never did anything, and I'm like the Russian Revolution, the French Revolution, the American Revolution, literally any anything that has revolution in it was direct action, right? Yes. And this guy like oh all these little cosplayers is Lenin or whatever, right? And I was like okay, so this guy has this like perfect socialist in mind that like isn't you know it is only like can't be a minority can't bitch about minority problems can't be whatever and again at the 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 thing about sounding like id poll or whatever right um but like can't be any of these things he's got to be like a white guy who loves david foster wallace and sits around like you said chain smoking <laughs> talking about nietzsche all day right yeah, yeah. Cool. Let's, let's even go with that right let's say that this protest was that this guy would still probably be like that but i said why like what what do these guys want and i realized they don't want they don't want like any type of change they don't want socialism they don't want communism they don't want, they don't even want like change they would rather the liberals stay in charge and here's why right they would rather liberals and um conservatives stay in charge because they're chasing after jouissance, right? Like I, I sent you guys this like thing and I wrote it. I was writing about it. Uh, Lacan has this idea and Lacan's depressing, but whatever. Lacan has mm-hmm. this idea of jouissance, right? Which is like the leftover uh, feelings between um, like a limiter and like the, it's, it's basically like a, a, it's called enjoyment, but it's like surplus enjoyment, right? He took like Marx's theory of surplus value and use it on like psychoanalysis and i'm speaking the language that they speak here uh, um mm-hmm. but so he he says essentially like there's this the object of desire right the petite object all regardless of what that is is what people are chasing right and so you have like the id that kind of like controls regulates that you know like you can't you know if you want like um if you want vagina all the time or whatever right the object object petite all would be vagina right and and if you're chasing it all the time you have to like go okay well i have to work i have to like read i have to sleep whatever so like your id limits that right well there is what he calls jouissance which is like surplus enjoyment which is like i am doing this to the detriment of me so think of people who are addicted to things right uh people who are addicted to uh being online people who are addicted to um you know porn people are addicted to sex chocolate whatever right so jouissance is this is literally this enjoyment so much that it causes you to feel this type of like pain or type of um you know because you never feel fulfill that desire right so the surplus enjoyment is essentially where you you chase this desire so much that it causes you pain, but you like the pain, yeah. right? And so I was saying that like what the what the online left, what I called the you know the anti pole left, what they're doing is that they are trying to ch- like communism is their object petite all right. 
So, so they're, they're, they're anti-identitarian, right? They don't believe in identities. They're anti-individualistic and they're, they're anti, like, they're basically like anti-capitalist, I guess you would say, but they don't actually want any of those things to change. They don't want people to not, because then they can't be hurt and can't tweet or talk about this yeah. stuff or write 3000 word articles about how dumb like trans women are or whatever. Right. So like that's, they don't want to see the change that they want. You know what I'm saying? Because they're chasing this like idea of what communism is. And like by doing that, everything is neoliberal that they don't, they personally yeah. do not like. And, they, and so the, yeah. the, the pain that they, the pain that they feel has become the pleasure. Yeah, and they won't be among the chosen few, right? Because that's part of it too. Is that it's this very like like little club, right? This little online club, and you you rigidly define yourself, right? So you can be cut, you can so that yeah, everything outside of you is neoliberal, and that you can be the, this chosen few, right? And you can be just absolutely just righteous and sure in your in your. Um, and your rightness and you can post smug like these people, right. Would, and, and I was saying this before is that what's their ideal uprising? Well, there is not because if something like this were to happen in their neighborhood, right. Like they wouldn't be going out. They would, they would sit in their room and they would post smugly about like, 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 you know, like as there's like cops, like kneeling on people in the street and like beating them to death, they would post like, Oh, it's, Dunkin' Donuts, but for fascists, you know, <laughs> like they would just, you know, they would just be like posting. I, they would just be, they would be ironic. They would be like getting right. a fucking boot in their mouth so, and being ironic so, about it the whole time. So Matt, I yeah. think to sum up your point, uh, you know, in in a very succinct way, it's the uh, the revolution and clout cannot coexist. You can't be right. hungry for online clout. And and still be involved in a real revolution because real activism, real protesting means getting off the computer and going outside and interacting with human beings um, well, and actually actually being a part of a movement and like shedding shedding that individualistic idea and becoming part of a group where the 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 thing you're pushing towards is greater than your individual goals and like. T- tweeting and and hunting for likes is the ultimate individual practice that has no reward to society yeah. going outside and and instead of being a loud microphone megaphone being a part of this unit a part of this entity that is marching towards actual revolution that is that's doing more good to um society and really quickly i think posting metis had the the, the the most succinct tweet about what's going on he replied to somebody saying posting is activism when i share videos of protests it's like i'm marching too and i think that kind of matt i think you replied to that um but i think what i got from the point was we're, we're seeing on twitter that it's it's all it's all for individual gain it has really not a lot to do with actually changing society and so i think that to me it seems like the point that you guys are trying to get across yeah and, and i think the thing is like the most ironic thing about it is is posting minutes like um is like honestly the best of like the anti-id poll left he's the best of us right yeah but he like he he towed the line right like he's kind of like in in 
like he's not i wouldn't say a centrist or whatever i hate that fucking word but like let's just say that he's like in the middle of this issue or whatever because he he agrees that like that show showing sharing videos like you said that tweet he agrees that sharing videos isn't actually being there on the ground protesting right because there are people who like you need it could be detrimental too because people have, have noted that if you're if you're not taking that step of blurring people out of videos and like showing people's faces on there you can actually make them targets right so it can do it can be detrimental in that way so what he's responding to is the people who are saying like everyone needs to reply to this everyone has to have an opinion on this right um i think my uh, or to clarify an opinion publicly stated on twitter Yes. Right, correct. So, so, so he's he's saying that like you 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 know like sharing a video isn't actually over there marching, right? And and I agree, right? But the thing is like there's a difference between like sharing a video and then like actively denouncing like the protest itself as like anti-leftist and like, saying like this is like they're dumb because they're rioting. Well, this revolution would but, never involve violence or anything well, like no, that. well, no, it's not that. It's just that like. There, it's a capitalist, right? Like it's a, it's a because it's not, you know, the the revolutionary vanguard mm-hmm. or whatever. Where people aren't marching down the street with Stalin flags or whatever. Like it's not well, a, like, no, protest. like Matt, the thing is, like, yeah. I was gonna say just real quick that for some of them, these people, if like if you're like the Antifa type and you go out there dressed as whatever, wearing a a, a Stalin flag, they'll just call you cosplayers. Right. That's like, exactly. That's exactly right. That's like, exactly what, what I was leading up to. It's, it's the irony, right? Because these people say that people, like these people, are LARPers who are like going out there and like, oh, you just want to destroy like uh, police, whatever. And it's like these are the, no, those are the people, the people who are online who like are smug and sitting behind, going, mm, you know, the revolution, blah blah blah. I was like, those people are LARPers because they're not. Well, it, it's different to it's different to believe that you're actually like making like a difference, sharing these protest videos or whatever, right? And then it's also different. Di- uh, it's different to show that you like when, when you when you say, "Oh, like I denounce these people or whatever," because they're not like leftists, right? Like I think those are two different things, right? Like they're yeah. it, it, it like sharing a video and saying like I'm with these people, but I'm not actually like I'm not changing anything. I'm just sharing these videos for like more widespread like you know because like the news i mean it, this shit wasn't even on cnn like it, it, it took a, a cnn a while to like get this on the front page right so yeah. so sharing the, sharing this report sharing these news reports is, is important but the thing is like like these people who are um you know who like you said cole call everybody cosplayers and like oh anti-fall or like you know oh they're all like cosplayers or whatever they're they're, they're what are you doing what what you know, if, yeah. if you are the actual, if you are the actual revolutionary vanguard, what are you doing besides tweeting word salad tweets and being a graduate student? Yeah. Like seriously, like you are like the lumpen proletariat. Like you complain about the professional managerial class, but you literally are that. Like, what do you, like, what do these people want? Like I said, what do these people want? They don't want anything. Yeah. They want to be able to sit behind a keyboard and bitch about literally everything. Their ideal uprising would be like a hundred thirty-year-old like adjuncts, like just going out there and like just tossing, like basically creating a wall of cigarette butts. Like they just go out and stand in front of like a police cordon and chain smoke, you know. And then as they're getting their their like faces kicked in, they're just like mm, normal world. If 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 the goal of the Minneapolis protests, let's say like 
let's just say the goal of the Minneapolis protest. There could be people who just want to go loot or whatever, or just want to have fun or whatever the fuck, right? But let's say the main goal, the reason they caught off, they they kicked off in the first place, is to help, like help get the attention of the powers that be to change something that is inherently broken within the system right those people the people who just go and fucking chain smoke or whatever what do they like are they do they want communism because they want to get paid more than fifteen thousand dollars a year or do they want communism because they believe everyone should get paid you know a livable wage health care or whatever or and stop the, the 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 racist and the sexist injustices that are spring from capitalism right yeah. What like do they want that? No, they don't want that. They just want honestly, if they could just sit in their little adjunct positions and tweet all fucking day and you know make fifty k a year, that's what they want, and that's why they want communism. I mean, I would have said that some of our favorite people. Yeah, I mean, I would say that would be a pretty sweet existence for me, but I would uh, want to extend that to. If everyone – see, my ideal is – Would you want that existence at the expense of black lives though? No, no you wouldn't absolutely want that. not. I was saying like ex- I would extend it like 300 million people in America. They're all adjuncts. They all have a Twitter <laughs> account. They're all living – like like there's – like we don't have anything other than – we just teach – We it's like everyone's an adjunct like – like uh, whatever, like music theorist uh, professor, right? And everyone makes one hundred forty-five thousand dollars a year doing instead that. Of the, that would uh, be instead of the student to teacher ratio, it's the teacher to student, where it's like, oh, we have ten teachers for every student. Yeah, we have one hundred fifty <laughs> faculty to every student, and actually, every student's a faculty. So we're just teaching. Each well, other. and then also like, okay, so and and I don't. I don't like fucking Harvard and Yale professors either, but let me just say this, like, honestly, and I can admit this, right? They don't like Harvard and Yale professors because it's not cool, right? Like, it's cool to be like this, like, you know, like, yeah, they sold out. Like, they're just like anti-fucking establishment. Like, all I do is smoke all day or whatever, right? But the thing is, like, like... In a heartbeat, and I and I'm not. I'll I'll be I'll say this. I'm I'm one of these people, right? Like in a heartbeat, they trade places with those like Harvard Yale people, right? But it's not yeah, cool. Yeah, it's not it's cool not. to be one of those, right? So so that's the that's so the biggest. Thing. We've got we've got a few minutes left. Um, let's go around the horn and just say like we're seeing the protests happen. What what do you want to come out of this? Like in the ideal world. What's the next step? And I'm not talking about – I want to keep this realistic. We're not talking about the, the, the entire destruction of the system. But what actually in America right. systematically changes so that these protests mean something? Um, if I'll, I'll go first in that I think these – so it, it's promising. I mean the image of like the, the precinct on fire is very invigorating. Um, but even so, like something like, like even something as kind of like, uh, inspiring as this, like if it's not combined and that's what is so kind of maybe disheartening a bit about knowing the reality of like where our political system is, if it was combined with kind of like a larger political movement, say a Bernie presidency campaign, um, I feel like there would be like a true, um, like, uh, like we could see, we could actually conceptualize a kind of big systematic change because it would be not just these like 
protest, but it would be combined with a campaign, a presidential campaign that would be amenable to those to those uh, protesters and what they want. But what we've got is um, Joe Biden, who is probably going to make Klobuchar his VP, and she is, uh, if anything, representative of how uh, like the Demo- like what we've got with the Democrats is like basically doesn't give a shit about black lives until it's politically uh, convenient. Well, she's actually, we'll, she's actually tied to the police state in a very yes, real way. Cause she, she was a, a prosecutor and could have, and declined to bring charges against uh, Chauvin in 2008 when he had the, when he shot that uh, native American man. And she's basically d- could have like, like if we're talking about directly, right. She could have put Chauvin away for that. And George Floyd would still be alive, but, we don't have that. And all basically all the fucking Democrats speaking out about Floyd now, um, basically none of them but Bernie were like, um, this is the police's fault. This was police brutality, police, police, police. Everyone else just said the tragic death of George Floyd. So tragic, awful, tragic. Ilhan Il- Omar, Il- yeah. Il- Omar said Il- something Il- about Il- the police. Yeah. Didn't she say well, something? Well, I thought she said, said something about the police. Well, I was I was more uh, referencing like you know your like Biden, Klobuchar, Obama, like the the big heads, right? Uh, we're all just like, yeah, it's tragic, awful, tragic, tragic. No one should die. Tragic. No mention that this is the like 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 even the, the them not wanting to uh, make this about like police, like the the inherent um, issues with like the police system. Uh, anyone other than Bernie. So we've got that. We've got Biden who um, like probably saw that video and thought, Jesus Christ, they killed Brock. <laughs> they killed my friend Brock. You know, like he's going to give a fucking press conference and been like, George Floyd could have been my son. You know, like, you know, he'll do some shit like that. Right. Like he's barely here. And we've got on the other side, we've got Trump who's literally just like, yeah, we're just going to kill him. Like, like. He's basically like, oh, well, we'll send the military in and we'll kill them. You know, looters, anyone, we'll just shoot them. And that's like like not afraid, like like not afraid to couch it in any terms, not afraid to uh, be like, we're going to restore order. No, he's like, we're just going to shoot them. If if we if they steal from Target again, we'll, we'll kill them. So, um, so, so that's what question. we've got. So yeah. so it's it sounds like and it seems like you're taking a very realistic take on this. Yeah. Are you saying that you think nothing really comes with these protests? I'm I'm afraid to take that stance because I don't want to seem I, like a, a total like nihilist or pessimist, but I just I, I'm having trouble conceptualizing something other than that happening because that yeah. just seems to be the case. I, I don't think, think Chubb is going to prison. Like, yeah, I think it depends. Here's the biggest thing. I think it depends yeah. on like the outrage, right? Because like if the outrage continues and the protests keep on going the way they were going, then they have to to placate the the public, right? I think um, I think Zizek calls it capitalism safety valves, right? Like if, if capitalism, if the, yeah. the pipe of capitalism fix and burst, you have to like uh, unscrew it just a little bit, let the air out, and then screw it back on. Um, so I think what's going to happen is that like they're going to if the protests continue the way they are, 
they're going to have to do something about like all this like police brutality, right? Like it's not going to be 100% fixed, obviously, because it's a broken system like we de- we described. But um, you know, unemployment's reaching 30%, right? The people are pissed off, like like they're killing minorities like left and right just because they can. Um, so I think that if they don't do something, they do have like an actual threat of like a real, like a real revolution right? like a real, like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to like, Hey, we have nothing to lose by our change. So let's go storm the white house essentially. Right. Matt, yeah. Like Matt, can like, I give you my take before nationwide. you wrap us up? Yeah. So I, I think you brought up a really good point. I think, um, we're at the point where, We've been talking about bread and circuses, right, um, in, a, in a couple of past podcasts. I think that's the point we're at now. Um, I think that the the people in power, we'll call them, you know, the man or whatever, the the entity that is the government and all the systems combined, they're seeing, oh, shit, this, this is a real thing. Like, people are acting out, not just in Ferguson, not just in one location, but across the United States and, and then you're seeing more and more demonstrations happening and their interest is to find a way to appease the masses, like you said, the safety valve. So we're going to see safety valves come out like you talked about and, and Zizek talks about. We're going to see that they'll maybe change the charges for Derek Chauvin and they might actually convict um, the individuals. And I think they're going to focus on the individual. They're going to all make it about, okay, the bad apple, like, oh, yeah, we're going to hard, we're going to, let's, let me tell you what, we're going to hardline prosecute Derek Chauvin. We're going to, we're going to put the, the fucking Ahmad killer. Who killed Ahmad? The Mc, McPoyles? The Mc, McBlovins? The Mc, McMichaels? The McMichaels, yeah. McPoyles, yeah. <laughs> The Mick Michaels, we're going to we're going to prosecute them. We're going to use the full they're going to say we're going to use the full extent of the law and they're going to use the rhetoric that Kamala Harris has used, the rhetoric that Amy Klobuchar has used. They're going to say we're going to prosecute these people to the full extent of the law and they're going to focus on these individuals but not address the system. Right. And so I think the the nihilist in me is with Cole in that Nothing's really going to change. They're going to prosecute these people and they're going to go to jail. That's like best case scenario. The hopeful in me is that um, – and just this is purely gauged off Twitter reactions because I haven't talked to enough people you know, across the United States, but only people on Twitter. We've seen from it, – it, it's made people more outspoken and I think it's opened up people to the idea of potentially – maybe having a revolution. I think that if this is not the be all end all, this is not the end of the story. This could be the beginning of something. It could be the beginning of nothing. But the hope in me is that at the very least that people are more aware of the real America they live in and the real America they experience. And we talk about, you know, Oh, it's just white guilt or whatever. But people realizing that no matter their race, their economic position and I'm like whether they're African-American or not, you know, class kind of overrides that um, in a sense. And so that they realize that their class has protected them from the fate of George Floyd. And so I think once you get people from 
like different classes to realize that um, there are serious systemic issues in America and it's not just the few bad apples. That's kind of where you could start to see some sort of change or movement. It's not going to happen overnight. Honestly, it might not even happen in our lifetimes. But this is more than we've seen in the past 10 years, I would say. Like it's – yes, it's like, well, this is just a small thing. It doesn't matter. But it, in a sense, it does matter because every revolution starts with a small, small thing that sets it off. And so no, this is not the – over. like Matt, I know you know this, but this is not the overthrow of capitalism by any means – but it could be the chance for a lot of people who were not involved in politics who kind of uh, allowed themselves to be closed off from it, saying, you know, my life is comfortable. I don't need to worry about this to be like, well, this does affect me because it's happening in, in my city or in my town. And so that's kind of the hopeful part of me is that maybe at the very least people wake up to the fact that we live in a system that deprives us of our rights and deprives minorities of their existence. Yeah. I, I think the biggest thing though is like that we have to keep in mind is it's all dependent on the protesters. Correct. Like, because the protesters like, no, it's not going to overthrow capitalism overnight. Right. So, um, but they have done something right. Like, like name a time in like America where they took over a police precinct and burned it to the ground. Right. Like it's, it doesn't happen every day. So the biggest thing is like these protesters. Right. If they continue and like we're seeing these protests like happening all over the country. Right. We have L.A. protests. We have, uh, you know, Louisville, Kentucky. We have some here we, like not very big protests here, but in New York. Right. And there, a lot of them are like attacking cops. Right. Like the thing is, like there, it, it is kind of open season. It's open season on cops, as a uh, Christopher Nolan would say. No yeah. more, no more dead no cops. More dead cops. Yeah. No more dead cops. Yeah. So um, the thing is, like, if the protests continue the way they're going, like, we do have to realize that they are probably going to open that safety valve to release a little bit of steam. They're going to whatever keeps the system, whatever keeps the superstructure in place, they will do right. So if if the protests fizzle out tomorrow and there's no more protests. Then they're going to be like, all right, we're going to convict them. We're definitely going to convict the guy and then just let him off with a slap yeah. on the wrist. You'll, you'll be reinstated next month, right? Yeah. Month pay. I know he got fired, but it's like, you know what? Three months later, come back on. We're welcome back to the Matt, police force, right? Can I say something, uh, Matt, about that? Yeah. About him getting fired. I love now all the news stories say former cop, ex-cop, former cop. It's like at the time he killed him, he was a police officer. So please reflect that. Don't. Like you're front loading it with a former cop and that just I, I don't know, it, it seems very particular, like, oh, we're just trying to be accurate. It's like you're literally trying to like di you're already distancing this guy. Not not to mention the officer involved shooting, all, like the officer involved death, all that language that basically puts cops in passive roles, like the 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 knee involved strangulation, all that shit. Now you're like trying to like get this one guy and be like, a, he's a, he's not a cop anymore. So just say, and he's not a cop anymore. So, um, anyway, just say like, honestly, like a better, uh, a better headline for that. A more accurate headline would be like known racist piece of shit, you know, whatever. But, but the thing is like, so, so 
I think the biggest takeaway, like, okay, so I'll say what I think is going to happen and what I hope to happen. Like I was saying, like, there's going to be had to be a safety valve opened up. It's not going to be enough if the protests keep continue. If they don't, nothing's going to happen, right? If the protests fizzle out in a week or whatever, nothing's going to fucking happen, right? But the thing is, I hope my my biggest hope that like is that one we can get some type of like justice reform where cops are held either more accountable or like cops are afraid. Right. Cops are afraid of, of utilizing their power so indiscriminately. Right. Or um, it's that. And I also hope that we and, and I said this like earlier on text. I hope that we can move like farther left, like shift the, you know, shift the window left, because I think we've moved past the need for burning. And I say this because as a person who like operates within the establishment or whatever. He does the best he can. He's been doing the best he can for years and years and years fighting the good fight. But the revolution happened, right? Like the, 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 the spark, the, the initial spark that could set the revolution ablaze happened. And Bernie was, was silent, right? Like he didn't say anything. He didn't side with anybody or say anything, right? Like he, he, it took him until today to finally say something. Right. Yeah. And, and like I told you guys, I said, I think Ilhan Omar has like kind of an excuse because like she had the best. She was one of one of the only people, you know, and I read it like, you know, uh, she was one of the only people that, you know, said cop, said murder, stuff like that. Tweet out. But then she also she tweet out. I don't condone violence, which is like she's got to. Right. Like the DNC makes her do that. Right. It's, to yeah. be politically viable, she kind of has to do this like bullshit peace line. In, in all actuality, she doesn't believe that, right? Because she she's like retweeted her daughter, and her daughter, you know, doesn't didn't say anything about peaceful protest. She, it's the exact opposite, right? Yeah. Um, but I'm hoping that the left, and especially in America, because like let's just say whatever's left of the Amer- whatever's left of the left in America, mm-hmm. I hope that we pass the need for her. Right. Well, whatever, like, I hope we move past the need for Bernie, because like I said, he's, I think he's out, like, as a, as a man who's had, like, a heart attack, is super fucking old, is probably going to retire soon, like, he could have just, and he's he's been saying what he was on his mind for years, forever, right? And he didn't yeah. say anything. That I think the, I think the silence, especially of our elected officials like Bernie, I think the silence speaks volumes, honestly. And I, I think it, I think it just shows that he he is part. Like even though he fights for people and he would have been a good president and all this stuff, I think it shows that he is part of the system. And 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 that system is a problem. And I hope that people can see that and we can get you know further further left leaning politicians. So no, I think that's a I think that's a great point, Matt. Because what what this has kind of awoken in me, and I think a, a lot of other people, is that um, would votes have saved George Floyd's life? Would votes have saved Ahmaud Arbery's life? The the system we exist in, where we're given the chance to vote and put people in power, it's it's all fake. It's it doesn't change anything, um, and that it's almost like. The only way things are going to change is if we do things outside of the rules, because if we keep saying we're going to play by the rules that America has set up for us, well, the rules were we're stacked against us because the cops aren't playing by the rules. The the billionaires aren't playing by the rules. They're they're running their own 
you know, uh, racket racketeering group. And the only way to come combat the mafia is to become our own mafia. Um, the only way to combat violence is with violence. The only way to overthrow a dictator is with, with, you know, a counter revolution. And so, um, I know it's awoken to me, uh, if you had talked to me a few months ago, I would have been like, yeah, I don't think, I don't think violence is necessarily the right way to go. But now I'm like fully radicalized. I'm like, let's go full jihad on this. Let's like put AK in every man and child's hand, um, to, to storm the Capitol because what we've seen is the, the, the only thing that actually does anything is, is threatening the system in a very visceral, real way. Um, the only way, the only way to defeat America is to burn down targets. That's basically what I've, I've figured out. I don't know if you guys are along those lines or not, but that's kind of yeah. where I am. Well, yeah, and like, let's not forget that the Justice Department is going to do is basically going to uh, launch an investigation into George Floyd's death, and it's most. I mean, it's it's. Like, were they, would they have done that without the fucking police precinct burning down? I don't think so. So it's like with Ferguson, too. Like, like it requires that's what it requires to get any sort of investigation. And uh, I imagine they'll find the same shit they found in Ferguson, which is that the police department is utterly fucking craven and corrupt and racist as shit. Um, anyway. It's just built. I mean, it's it's built into, like we said, it's built into the system. But I think that, like, I I think the biggest thing, though, is that, you know, uh, like these these like people who are like, you know, uh, terminally online or whatever. Like, we need to realize that, like, that's not going to help, right? And uh, that we're going to need to like actually do something that like is like, like Josh was saying, like is extrajudicial, right? Like, isn't it's like the, the rules, like, you know, as, as the esteemed philosopher, John Mayer once said, right. It's not that we don't care. We just know that the fight ain't fair. We keep on waiting, waiting, waiting on the world to change. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Matt, that's so, that's so poignant and, and beautiful. And, um, you know, I, I'm, Shout out to you, John Mayer, because uh, you're going to be the face of our revolution. Right the the, yeah. the white the white guy at the coffee shop sipping on a latte, singing, yeah. playing his guitar, is going to be the face of the revolution. <laughs> yeah. Well, like like Mark said, all of me loves all of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no solidarity for our brothers and sisters up in Minneapolis and everywhere who's just burning police precincts. Honestly, like, and I was telling you guys, like, there's one last thing, I guess, before we go, I was telling you guys that it's, it's pretty fucking tight that they're like burnt, just burning police precincts and shit. Like I was so happy. I was up at like midnight, just fucking like scrolling through the news. Like it, 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 and there was like, uh, there was rumors that they're taking other police precincts too, but we haven't seen anything like on the news about that. So cool. have you, um, have you stormed pine logs fire department yet with a, with the barricaded it? Oh, some fire, some firemen in, in solidarity were, uh, weren't putting out fires. Yeah. They were saying they're watching the fires burn, which is pretty fucking great. Honestly. Firefighters are cool. Firefighters are dope. Yeah. They are essential. But when like, we, when is- we start, when we start, uh, guillotining people, the firefighters, they're not on the kill list. They're, well, I mean, did you guys see the library? Like someone wrote like, fuck, 
fuck unit 12 or whatever out of yes. libraries outside the library so it was like you know the, the protesters aren't the protesters are coordinating like their attacks like they're not burning down like mom and pa shop businesses they're just they're burning down like these mega corporations like stealing from or not stealing they're taking back what is rightfully theirs yeah. from these mega corporations right you know that, also, that's the thing uh, like like uh, yeah. tommy lauren being like Oh yeah, like the, you destroying your community won't bring him back. It's like Target's not my community. A, I don't know. Yeah, all you're doing, see, you're, you heard this during Ferguson too. Is like all they're doing is hurting their own community. You know, by by taking money from Jeff Bezos, they're ripping money right out of their community. Yeah, they're fucking taking like money out of Phil Target's pocket. Like <laughs> like the 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 Target isn't a community co-op. Like it's not owned by them. They, like the AutoZone isn't owned by them. It's owned by like fucking Jim AutoZone. Like like these things are not community owned. So yeah. Also the Target Target literally funds police departments. Target has a program. It's where fucked up, of, man. Instead of like trying to like stop shoplifters, they put money into cops' pockets to be like, hey, prevent these guys from ever getting into the Target in the first Target, place. Target has their own forensics team. I didn't realize this. They have their like own <laughs> private <laughs> detective forensics lab that like hunts down shoplifters, and it's fucking literally terrifying. feudalism. Like if Target starts like putting like a retinue of knights, like the knights of Target. Like they have like thirty men on horseback armed with pikes to stop people from looting it. Like that's one step away from what we've got now. Uh, well, like um, I'm sure I'm sure next week we'll have plenty of updates. Hopefully, some more uplifting news. They, they sent you, before before we go. They sent a drone over uh, Minneapolis. Yeah, I saw that. Very suspicious. Is- Very suspicious. But yeah, updates continue, Josh. Oh, yeah, I'm going to just say, you know, tune in next week because we'll have some some updates on the situation and, and hopefully it'll be uplifting. I I'm guys, if we can get five more precincts, you know, how YouTubers are like, please subscribe and like and like if we can get 150 likes, I'll show you my tits. Well, if, if we can burn down five more precincts, I'll show you guys my balls. Um, so balls. please, if you're listening to this, burn down those precincts. All right. Well, with incentives <laughs> like that, I don't see how it can fail. Yeah, right. <laughs>